0: This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast, where we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, an instructor at Aikido Fresno, and with me is... Joshua
1: Teevee, assistant instructor at Aikido Fresno.
2: And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido Fresno.
1: All right, here we are.
2: Hello, everyone. Hey, guys.
1: All right, let's just jump into it. So this week... <laughs> no messing <laughs> around. No messing around. Please. Um this week we're going to be talking about what, Chris? What I keep I forget from one second. <laughs> <laughs> like Josh's like, I'm gonna tell you what
0: we're talking about. What is it? I mean? knew
1: it. I knew it It was on the tip of my tongue. Well,
0: so we kinda debated around um talking about things and, and we're we're gonna kinda talk about uh the systematic approach kind of, but more than that, we're gonna talk specifically about and waza and oh, and, right, and the circle that Conranwaza creates. And so, um, I often describe Aikido this way to the kids um, and to the adults too, but where, uh, you know, if you're, if you're in Aikido technique, they can't do anything that's outside of the technical list of things within our context. So they could break the
1: context, right. um, but as long as they're inside of our context, there's an, there's, there's an answers, answers. That, goes all, that go all the way down. Yeah. So we've been doing some training recently that, that, uh fits in this and so i think that's why it's on top of mind for us um but the idea that the that eat that the techniques the kiwaza and to an extent i suppose the nagewaza um they all they're interconnected and they feed they feed each other right and so the failing of one creates the opportunity for uh the other and so that's where the conron comes in, the adaptiveness, right? right? Is if you're able to understand what's happening from one uh, to the next. And there's, you know, easy ones. Ikyo nikkyo is, is, I think, a fairly easy one, but it goes all the way down. And then, you know, right, it's just on a, a big loop. And so one goes into the other. Um, and then, you know, it's back and forth but between them all. Um, but that interconnectedness, I think, is really important, uh, because if, a lot of times if you're just doing forms, you may not have that, that understanding of it. You, right. if you just see Ikkyo as a standout, Nikkyo as a standout, and maybe you, cause this is how it was when I first started where, um, you begin to see similarities. So Ikkyo and Nikkyo, uh, come from, you're in the same position, positionally, they are similar, right? right. So, um... And uh, so, and there are techniques that happen from an outside position and techniques that happen from an inside position, you know, those sorts of things. Wasn't until later that you begin to see, oh no, they're, they're, they're all linked. Right, right, right. Yeah. And once you have that, I feel like the, being able to uh, use it in a more live dynamic, uh situation becomes more reasonable more reasonable yeah. uh, right. or at least you can begin to explore it you know before that then everything's kind of weird and um
2: <laughs> if we were a clickbait article for this podcast we could be like in this episode we're going to teach you how to hack your Aikido and look like a Aikido master because i think a lot of the times um the way that people or like higher ranked um, Aiki, Aikido people demonstrate like how much they know about Aikido is how they can uh, put one technique, flow one technique yes. into the next, into the next and be like, we're going to do this cool variation where I change my Ikkyo into a Sankyo into a Kokunage or whatever it is. And everyone goes, Ooh, ah, like that's so high level advanced. Like, and I have to watch exactly what you do. Otherwise it's going to be really confusing. Um, but it's, it's, it's really not. And the reason that they can get it is because they understand the principle that like everything is um, stemming from a few different positions. And right. one thing can feed into the next because it's all within the Aikido context. And so it, it's not really, it is a high level skill because it takes a while to have that discovery on your own. But if you can realize that early on, then you too can put all the you techniques. Too. You too can right. put the techniques uh you know into each In, other next to each other and
0: it one i, to I the mean next. the thing you're describing i think is like uh, it's true but it it's also like uh, the thing you're describing still not even the fundamentals because a lot of times like when it, Aikido people want to show off, and they're, and they're showing how to put one technique into the next. There's not really a good reason to put one technique into mm-hmm, the next. Right. They just stack yep, up yep, five yep, techniques, yep, yep, you yep, know. Right. and it might flow and look pretty, but but
1: there's not a reason. I've as seen to why I've that seen happens. that a lot. Um, you know where they where they want to show a technique, um, that doesn't necessarily, uh, uh fit right. So like I can do an Aikido from any attack, right? But there are some attacks uh, for which EQ I- I- is prescribed, right. and there's other attacks that I have to do a Conran to get into right. it. Right to do an ikkyo. Um and so it would not be my first. It would not be my initial uh, technique, my initial try. If they were coming with that that technique, right, and it might take three or four steps of me failing right. before I get to it. So. And there's, that's what we've referred to
2: in the past as like a very convoluted yeah. set of techniques.
1: So there's really no need to demonstrate that technique necessarily unless you're also demonstrating each of the failures it takes to get to that right, point. Right, right. Right. And and truthfully, what you should just be demonstrating is the the point where you get to the ekyo um and then just say once you're at this point Ekeo is available, right? Before that it's not available, so don't don't worry about it, you
0: know. Right. It's funny there's this is it's a really um messy topic to talk about because now like as you're saying that I'm realizing there's another thing we kind of need to talk about too, which is like and one of the the other day one of the students asked this. So so let's say um I I think this will, I think most people will kind of get this reference. But so say you're sword fighting, right? The time it takes to hit someone with a sword at a, a good distance, at a, at, a, at a true distance that a sword fighter would keep, is pretty much the amount of time that the person receiving the sword strike has to get out of the way. So meaning, if if two people are dueling and, and both people have an idea of what's going on, about the amount of time it takes to attack is about the amount of time it'll take to defend right? And so a lot of times, if you're with someone in sword play, who's about as good as you are, you just kind of hit and defend, hit Uh and defend, Uh hit and defend, Uh because, because every time you throw a shot, they pretty much can defend that, okay? And so then that gets old pretty quick. And so then what you start learning to do is how to throw shots that can become other shots, and shots that look like things that aren't really those things, right? And so you get um, fainting is is an example of this, right? And so, and and you can combo your shots. So you put them together in a way that after I th- throw this shot, I can immediately throw another shot, right? So, so
2: rather than just like simple attacks, you have right. like deceptive. compound attacks. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, and so, so then you start to play with this this kind of rule set. All right. So if you're familiar with this way of doing things. I think sometimes when you see Aikido techniques and like the way Josh and Meyer are talking about it right now, you might, you might kind of get confused and think that, you do or you see a khanran and you think that you're doing one of the techniques to set up to set up the other one right Uh but you're not because Mm -hmm. in aikido the goal is not to get them Mm -hmm. and so we don't have that concept and and the reason we don't have that concept is because we we do 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 a kind of fainting thing but that thing is not to get them that thing Mm -hmm. is to keep to stop them mm-hmm. right like they, they just won't come anymore or they'll fall down or they'll go the wrong direction or they'll whatever you know like yeah so aikido is much more akin to juking than it is mm-hmm. really fainting in the sense to get them
1: yeah no i think that's a really good point and i think that the, uh the way that we train it, it creates that sort of that sort of problem in that um it's like will train Ikkyo, right? And so then you get this idea that Ikkyo is a thing uh, to be done uh, and and that kind of it can be done whenever. Right. It's a technique right. you're choosing to do to them. And I think the truth about it, you have to, the, uh, uh, the way that I look at it and, and I think maybe a better way of looking at it is at any given time, what is available to me? And then you, you have a list and there's a hierarchy of uh best best possible, and then it just goes down from there, and so it's like if I'm in a position that's sort of you know uh to an angle to them and their elbows up, what's my best idea? well, ikkyo is best, and then if they're still holding on and my ikkyo fails, the nikio is best if their elbow goes back up, sanki, you know, and so you just have this thing that goes and it goes back and forth, but in the end, from that position. Ikkyo is best to do the thing I want to do, which is get, you know, uh, and and keep in mind that that's only for that one in, instance that really only lasts a second,
0: right, you know, what right, I'm, and
1: right. that's the other. And when Josh difficult... says
0: a list too, you got to understand he's not saying that like he's actually consciously no, 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 choosing right, from a right, list. Right, right. It's just through the training, uh, the the right options become available for
1: the right situations and you train it so you don't think about it at all. But that, that's the thing. Right. right. And then what you're saying, I think is hundred percent true is that like, I'm saying it stupidly because you want to actually get out of the idea that there is a list that you do, um, and, and just be able to understand or feel one technique flow to the next flow to the next, you know, th- that the, that the Conron exists, um, and if you're doing it correctly and understand it, it, it actually shouldn't be very much effort on your part, and it shouldn't be a lot of like mental, mental effort. There shouldn't be a lot of choosing, right? Yeah, it's like right? once, it should be
2: once you know the right answer to a really like a specific context. So like context. So like Josh said, like if you're at an angle to them and their elbow is up, then you're doing EKO. Like that is the right answer, and that like. This is always a, a problem that I've had. So, we're talking about Conrad, but I want to talk about Kaishi for a second. So, if we're doing like a like a, a Kaishi Waza where we're going back and forth and I attack Josh with the knife and then. Kaishi's he's... a
0: turnover technique. Yeah. So, you're turning one technique uh, over. Like, so whoever's doing the technique to you, you turn it back on them right. or whatever technique. So, yeah. on them.
2: Right. So, I attack Josh with a knife and then maybe he disarms me and then he attacks me. And we're kind of going back and forth this way. Um, I always thought that it was like boring. Because when I would do Kaishi Waja with Josh, a lot of the times we would end up with some Kodageish disarms. And, and maybe a, a Nikyo here or there. And um, a fair amount of Nikyo disarms. And like that was basically what was happening. And I was like, that's boring. Can I do something else? Is mm-hmm. there anything else? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and the realization was that like if he's giving you the setup for a Kodageish that is the answer and that That's is right. what you do and it doesn't matter if it's boring because it's not about performing for anybody and it's not about being interesting for yourself or anything it is if he gives you the setup for a code of geish and the disarm is right there you take the easy disarm because that is what you're training is to recognize the right the situation and the right answer for the right situation and so going back to conran like that is the idea is that every time the situation changes you choose the best right answer for that situation and then as soon as it changes. You, you abandon that old one and go to the one that is currently happening
1: right right yeah
2: and that's kind of hard it's, for us d- to hold because well
1: it's because there's a lot happening because well and there's a lot happening because w- one thing is like just that ability to be able to um to notice or uh, like to perceive that the thing you're trying has failed. Because I think that in itself is way hard. Um, And you see it all the time in people who, you know, they get into a position and they think that a Nikio needs to be there and they're they're trying it and it's not working and they're trying it and it's not working and they're trying to twist. You're not even set up in that position for a Nikio to exist and they're trying to twist you into that position. And it's like, I'm not there, but... If you let go of that for a second, you will see now I am in another position, right? right. Usually go like um and and they kind of back and forth like that. And so it's like if I'm trying to hit your elbow and I can't get it up, stop doing that and and so that's one thing. It's just to be able to perceive that the thing you are doing isn't working right. and abandon it. And right. that's hard. And then on leveling on top of that is now what is correct right, right you know that's
2: right and i think the thing that's difficult with conran was it, is if you're not understanding that like like you have to go i'm doing conran now which is a, a a more we're we're livening up this part of our training which is that now they can change their response and you have to adapt you're to saying them. if we're
1: doing it in training
2: right yes 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 yes, yes. um the thing that's difficult about that is if you've done a lot of forms training or whatever, the point of training Nikyo is to figure out how best to make your Nikyo work. Right. And, you know, if you've got a pretty good uke, they're not going to throw any crazy monkey wrenches in what you're doing, but they might make it a little bit difficult and and really push you to perfect your Nikyo. Right. But now when we're doing Kanren it's no longer about perfecting your Nikyo, and it is about going, my Nikyo's not working. Whether that means I'm good at Nikyo or bad at Nikyo, I have to now abandon the Nikyo and go to sankyo right. or go to Kodageish, or whatever it is that comes up. And so, like setting apart in your mind that like this is a different kind of training that I'm doing, and I'm now not ha- I'm, I'm not worrying about whether my Nikyo is good or bad right now. Right, is if it doesn't work, fuck it, we're going somewhere else.
1: Is this a kind of thing? And I'm asking because um, I don't have a whole. Uh, Long experience of training in other schools and other places like but is this a kind of thing that is trained in other places like as in you know whatever like in a different styles and stuff yeah, and, or just that that people sort of train even maybe sort of in a rondori or in you know uh a, a more like live practice is it something that you've seen done a whole lot no, so um you know it really
0: this is a big question, but um that's what i'm
1: here for guys <laughs>
0: so in aikido schools most schools don't do a lot of Conran. it's there's very little of it done um and and in fact most schools don't see kaishi and work on it regularly until people are going to take a needon test yeah, you know yeah. so like so kaishi and Conron kind of um they're they're like opposite coins of the same idea like mm-hmm. kaishi is something's being done to me and i and i I turn it over so I can do something to them and Konrin is something I'm doing is not working and there's a better solution than the one I'm trying right? And so if your Konrin was awesome, they couldn't really Kaishi you because when they tried to Kaishi your Konrin would, would supersede right, their right, Kaishi, right, right. you know? So <laughs> uh-huh. so Kaishi's kind of a, <laughs> another a deep, step, you know. deep circle So that being said, um, Site the sensei has a set of forms and talks about it. Um, and when I discovered those, I felt really stupid because I had already discovered my own on my own, independently. <laughs> right? And then you're like, damn and it, I was like, oh yeah, that, they were already there all this fucking time, yeah. Um, but it was nice confirmation, and it was good to see those, but uh, and then and then when you go when you go beyond, um, aikido like so say we're talking about brazilian jiu-jitsu they don't really talk about it like we do like it i think i think the way we're talking about it would be very foreign to them because they just kind of talk about what you do with techniques right it just yeah um and 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 that becomes part of a game you know and so like you know if you did brazilian jiu-jitsu a real common uh kind of uh conran we would call it conran uh would be um a triangle choke uh, to an arm bar, mm-hmm. triangle choke arm bar, triangle choke arm bar. And, and you see this and then, you know, you maybe add omoplata to it, right? So, like, there's these 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 techniques that really fit one right next to the other really nicely. And so, depending on what they're doing, it, it allows you to adapt. But they wouldn't talk about it like that. They is, would just...
2: Is the thing they say, just like, if you try this and it doesn't work, try yeah, this. that's what
0: they say. Yeah. yeah. It's real simple. But, you know, in, 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 and I think it's because in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, the, the first time you roll you're probably going to become aware that there's adaptations. Like you might not intellectually say it or anything like that, but it's just obvious. Right. Right.
2: At first it's just, it's not working. Right. But at some point you're going to go, well, if it doesn't work, then what do I do then? Right. Right. Well,
0: I mean, if if you're coherent enough to pay attention to the other person you're rolling with and they're better than you, you will watch them adapt right. one technique oh, into yeah. another. You know? side. Yeah. yeah. And so, so, like, I mean, unless you're just spazzed out and you can't pay attention to anything, you'll see it. And so it's obvious. I think it's obvious from day one. Whereas Aikido people spend all their time believing that the techniques are like sacred or holy or magical or godly or something. <laughs> and so that technique cannot be stopped and so mm-hmm. if you master the technique no one could ever stop it
2: we, we view it like a magical item that if you just find the right magical mm-hmm. item that'll be That's the right. one ring and then you'll have the one ring and then no one will ever be able to stop you right and it's right. and
1: and i think it's and we've talked about this before but it's like again like that i like because we're so entrenched in forms training we that we see nothing else right. it's like the beginning to the end and it's like you you and a lot of times what they'll do, what they'll, what people will do is they'll build the conron, like we were talking about, right into the form. And so you'll do some stupid form that doesn't really make sense in unless you're doing conron, but you won't know that it's actually the conron. That's right. Because it, that's just what you see as as a form, right? So, right. you know, I don't know, kat- katate doi ikkyo is probably an example of that, right? Sure. Um. And there's, you know, any number of other I mean, ones where
0: the Kyowaza Shomenuchi series is all content. Right, right. Right. And like I don't think anyone realizes right. it, but like the reason you do uh shomenuchi uh, sankyo omote is because your shomenuchi sankyo ikyo failed at the point of the takedown so it worked up to the takedown point then it stopped working and then you transition that you adapt that you conrin that into sankyo
1: and and i mean that's that's what all those are they're all failed Ikkyos. right right and i think that's a that's a really good point right that it and so that's built into the form but it's not talked about so then of course we don't we don't think about it. So so you don't necessarily think about like I'm going to do ikyo it's like well I'm going to do this sankyo from this attack, right? right? But it's like there's four steps that have to happen for you to get to the point where the sankyo even becomes available and if your partner's not doing you know what you expect them to do, you're going to get and this is what happens a lot of the times especially in in the beginning where uh someone's going to do the form And uh, the uh, Uke does something stupid, turns around, tries to, you know, turns an opposite direction or whatever, whatever. Mm. And the person doing the form goes, "Uh," oh, instead (laughs) of realizing, like, you just won. Right. You got a much better position. You got what you wanted. But because you're uh, in like so entrenched in what the form is telling you and not understanding the each step that gets you to where you need to be it becomes like
0: and I think you know with Aikido that that there's an extra layer of ambiguity there and I think what you said right now is exactly it which is like you don't know when you've gotten what you want and so like in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu you know that all you want is the other guy to tap you don't necessarily want an arm bar or a triangle choke or a sweep you don't want any of that I mean you'll you'll use those things to get what you want which is him to tap out. But in Aikido,
1: we think, oh, I want a sankyo. I want, oh, right, right. Or I want to get him to the ground, or I want to get him, yeah. Right, right. I
2: mean, a perfect example is a temi. Like, anytime you're doing a technique that involves, like, a little triangular step and and a temi to the face, like, if they let go you got what you wanted. Right, right.
0: that's right. If that's right. they,
2: like, bounce back because they don't want to be hit in the face, you got what you wanted.
0: That's right. Like, Which it's not like... you don't realize it. Right. Yeah.
2: It's not like, oh, shit, I, I I can't do my technique now. It's like, no, you, you the got technique's it. technique's not what you want. Right. And And we don't... We don't conceptualize that. Yeah,
0: let's um let's take a second to kind of talk about um like a, an overarching principle of how Conron works, and I think this will be useful to our our listeners. And let's talk about the Kiyowaza first, and we'll talk about what the Kiyowaza is, and then how that works, and yeah. then how each Kiyowaza Konrins. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so understand that the Kiyowaza, which means principle techniques, have to do with grabbing gripping and arms that's what they have to do with that's their that's their key thing right and, and that's true of a lot of aikido stuff has to do with grabbing gripping and arms but the Kyuwaza specifically and so all the Kyuwaza are either ways to grip something to get something to stop gripping you or to um uh yeah that's it to grip something yeah, or-, or to to uh, have them get, not grip yeah, you. yeah, or get them to let go of something right. they're gripping, right? But that's it. It's that's what it all has to do with. Okay, now when you're talking about arm stuff, um, the arm only from the elbow only goes straight, hand up or hand down. And hand up means towards the head. Hand down goes towards the. I'm doing it right. Here. Yeah, well, think no, of uh No one can see it. Stop. Uh, I, I don't and, know if every country's this way, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh. uh um, the non bike, the electronic bike yeah, yeah, the bike signals. Yeah, Stop, or the, right, The left. old hand signals to turn, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so those are the only three things your arm does. Like
2: you're doing the robot. Down, right. Yeah.
0: up, exactly right. Exactly right, Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the, the movement from the shoulder doesn't matter as much because um, the way in which we're going to manipulate the arm still always depends on those three things. So whether the shoulder is extended towards the ear or the side or forward or backward doesn't matter because... The elbow in relation to it is still going still to be there. in one of those right. three positions. Yeah, yeah. Straight up,
1: down. Right. You got it. You got it.
0: The strongest position for the arm is elbow down, right? And and you'll hear this every martial art. You know, get your elbows down, um, uh, heavy elbows in, in Chinese martial arts, right? You hear this kind of stuff a lot. Elbows
1: down, so hands up. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, yeah,
0: hands might be down too if you're defending something low, but oh, you want right, your right, elbows right. Right, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, and even when I you're like, you know, if you're doing a boxing high cover, your elbow still stays down relative. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um anyways, okay, so you want your elbow down. So, Aikido tries to take advantage of elbows up. Um, And that's the way it tries to break grips and tries to control people and tries to suppress and all this stuff. And that main way of doing that, the simplest way of doing that is what we see as a proper ikkyo. Um, And our school translates ikkyo just a tiny bit different. But for all schools of Aikido, uh, ikkyo is an elbow control where the elbow's going up. That's what we want is that elbow going up. And that's just a, it's really simple. I mean, it's as simple as it could be, you know? So now if you've got someone's elbow going up, they're going to want to drop their elbow down. And so that's a problem for you. And so w- there's lots of ways we could deal with it. We could deal with the elbow once it is already down. And that would be kodagai, and we'll talk about that in a sec. Um, but if we're getting the transition to the elbow going down, now we're talking about the khanrans for the other techniques. So, for example, if your elbow up, and if their elbow up, and you control their wrist, when they drop their elbow, they will nikyo themselves. And so their desire to drop their elbow makes nikyo.
2: Yeah, as long as you have that, that nikyo folded right. wrist, mm-hmm. Right. once they drop their elbow, they start applying nikyo to that's themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. They do
0: it to themselves, and then that will make them want to raise their elbow, and then Ikkyo is becoming available. So that's ikyo Kanren, nikyo, or if they're raising their elbow, Nikkyo, Kanren, Ikkyo, right? right? Simple. If you can catch them in the transition to dropping their elbow and you have a hold of their wrist, you can slide into Yonkyo, and Yonkyo will make it so as they're dropping their elbow down... They hit that pressure point, they and don't they like don't it. want right.
1: it. And they, they lift raise it, back it back up, up and then right. you get back to...
0: Exactly right. So then you get Ikkyo, Conran, Yonkyo, or if it's going the other way, Yonkyo, Conran, Ikkyo. And right?
1: it resets the, That's the right. loop. That's there's exactly that, right. It, there's that loop that we're sort of talking exactly about.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Okay, now if they manage to really get it down and your yankyo doesn't work, you can catch it and you can apply gokyo at this position. Okay. So as their elbow is coming down, their elbow actually does have to get down to do the gokyo, but you're, you're, you're adapting to them as they're dropping it. And that allows you to get gokyo. And then you have gokyo. They want to get their arm out by raising it. Then you get ikkyo. And so you get either Ikkyo, Kanren, Gokyo, or Gokyo, Kanren, Ikkyo, right? So mm-hmm. we see these. Okay, now, what if their elbow's up, but we can't do anything with it, right? We can't push them over. We can't do right, anything. Right, they're
2: solid, they can't be pushed. Mm-hmm. That's
0: right. So then, Sankyo is a technique that we can go to from an up elbow where we can't move them over. So we're able to control the elbow, but we can't get them to do anything with it. So we can transition into Sankyo because the elbow being up helps the Sankyo. So then we have Ikkyo, kanren, uh, Sankyo. Or if I start to do that and they change something and become more placid in their elbow, then I can get Sankyo, Konren, Ikkyo. Less likely, right. but it can happen.
1: Or we, but. Something else could happen, such as Sankyo, Conran, Yonkyo. Yes. Son- right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And so this or is the Gokyo Yeah. Or, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 This, is where I'm, this is where I'm headed. Exactly where I'm headed. No, it's fine. Jump the gun. But, but, but so when we're in that Sankyo position, understand that them dropping their elbow from the Sankyo position is all the things I just said a second ago. Right. So Mm -hmm. if I'm in Sankyo and they start pushing it down, I could turn that into Nikyo. If I'm in Sankyo and they start pushing it down, I could turn that into Yonkyo. If I'm Sankyo and they're pushing it down, I could turn that into Gokyo. And then if they raise their elbow
1: up, again available to me is Ikkyo or Sankyo. sankyo. Right. So yeah, so Sankyo and Ikyo exist on the same plane and all of the techniques under are all of the techniques under That's right. You got it. That's right.
0: Okay. So we have a really pretty nice list here. Um, but there is one other thing they can do. They can make their arm really rigid. So I can't really get under it. I can't really twist on their wrist because they've locked their arm out like a bar of steel. And so if they straighten their arm, so that's the third of our positions, we get rokyo, which is to apply pressure to a locked out elbow. And so between those, all those techniques, doesn't matter what they do. They will give us another technique. So in the act of moving their arm, They will give us another technique, and the only thing they can do to get out of that is to pull their arm completely away. If they pull their arm completely away, we just won because what we want is Is their arm not in our business. Right, right, right. right.
1: right. We get back to distance that we can use to do whatever the the thing is that we – or if they're holding us, they let go, and then that arm that I have now becomes autonomous and being able to – do what I need with it. Right,
0: right. And that kyowaza, all those things I just said, that right. can be applied to they're holding you and you want to get free. It can work like that. It could be they are holding something in their hand and I want to take it out, right? Um, and then it can also be used in I want to hold them and it's a little trickier when you get into that. But but that's basically it, right? And that's the whole kyowaza waza Khanren set. And they built so there's no escaping
1: it other than to pull away and if they pull away that's what we that's want that's the win right man yeah i think that's awesome and i think like saying it like that is is really great because i think it really does show like the the completeness the totality of it which right. is like we have an answer for everything that you can do so when people are like yeah but what if Okay, this is this is the answer right, to all right, right. this.
0: And of course that doesn't that doesn't account for skill and timing issues, sure, right? Sure. So of yeah, course yeah, the other yeah, person could yeah. be skilled or better or all or kinds of other stuff. Way can too strong, right? Or, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. That can account, but systematically there is an accounting mm-hmm, for all mm-hmm. of it. Right,
2: and I think it's important too to like, I mean it's all Conran, but like right now talking about the kiowaza we're talking about a position where you your body relative to them is in a position where you can manipulate their elbow from an outside-ish position that's from anywhere from being at like a 45 degree angle to them to being sort of next to them like standing on the same plane as them um if you're inside like if 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 they have their arms wide Mm -hmm you can't do these things because you're not in a position where you can get to their arm and manipulate it in those ways. Mm-hmm. And so you're working on other stuff. And so then positionally, one, of course, you're working to get out of that position. But two, you're working your inside position, Conran. Right. And yeah. so I think, like, people go, well, wait, but what if you can... Yes, the, there's the the answers continue to be there depending on right. what position you're in to them. And then once you're in a certain position,
1: where their body right. is, like, and, where and, their arms but, are, Well, and I think it stacks because yes. it's like uh the position is always the first thing that's right. why we talk right. about it all right. the yes. time what's right. the first thing you do uh i get uh, a taino hanko and that position that you want ultimately is behind them not behind them side to side not uh, you know not side to side to that 45 degree angle never right in front right? right so if you're in front it that's it that's the inside you're in front so you're always working to get to the outside right um and so everything you're going to be doing is is to get to the outside. Right. Right. And yeah. then once you're in the outside, then you can... And see, I think that's a big thing, is I think a lot of people, like, maybe don't even recognize that, like, I can't do ikkyo unless I'm to the outside. That's right. Yes. Or and And... If I can't do Ikkyo unless I'm to the outside, I also can't do sankyo, yankyo, gokyo, rokyo. Yeah, like right. you might
0: be able to pull you those know. off, but not within the context of aikido. Sure, right. right and so, right, and I right, think right. that's why a lot of times people go, "Oh, here's a cool Nikkyo. and it's like, "Yeah, but that systematically does like the choice you should be making there is a positional choice, not, not a, a not a right, right. hurt the wrist choice, right?" Um, and and uh, this brings up another good point. So when we get into positions that we can't handle what's going on, right, so I don't have enough advantage to apply Kyo I use Nage Waza um, in order to either, A, create enough disruption in their balance that I can get that dominant Kind of position, or two, just get them the hell away right, from me right. so I can get free, you know? And then if you look at those, each of the nagewaza has a thing that's kind of like the kyowaza, right? So, like, shionages are throws that happen when you're moving to the outside and can't. That's what a shionage does, right? Kaiten nages are throws you do when they're going lower than you. So, they're going lower than you and you get a kaitenage. Idimi are throws when you've gotten behind them and they're giving you trouble um kokinages are techniques you do when you're side by side with them jujinages are techniques where they're crossing themselves right so you could go through every single one and they all have like this like core what they do Mm -hmm. like and and if you're not asking what situation is this technique answering then you're not really learning the technique right right
2: yeah i think maybe a good one to talk about which is which people look at as like proof that aikido is about fighting so so like a a koshinage or or a sayonage answer
1: that one last week guys
2: did we i don't know about fighting
0: um well we we decided that of course through aikido techniques we're the bestest guys ever and no one could ever we don't have to fight (laughs)
2: yeah right yeah we don't have to fight because we're too good too
1: good um but looking at like those
2: two techniques you go like what
1: what say it again
2: Koshinage and Sayonage. Mm -hmm.
1: Koshinage. Like, real, like, uh, judo-looking. Okay, okay. Real uh.
2: judo-looking-ass throws. Uh Um, Understanding how we got there, it makes sense of why Aikido might have those two throws. So, like, understanding that the reason, like, you, you, Aikido's idea is that you're getting, you're getting out of, you're getting off the train tracks. So, you're getting out from, out in front of them. You're trying Mm -hmm. to make an angle, get out, go to the side, go behind them, whatever. That doesn't work. And talking about that situation where you are right in front of them, stuck for some reason, maybe Mm -hmm. they've grabbed you um and you can't get outside then you have to do something from the the inside right and of course your first idea is going to be get to the outside so that might be go under their arm you know try try and dive through Mm. if that if it's not possible to dive through um maybe you can hit them in the face so that they they get away from you a little Mm -hmm. bit if that doesn't work and they're really still trying to like come at you or like engulf you then that's kind of what sets up the sayonage or the the koshinage they're they're coming mm. so hard at you over you that you Sunyotos, might need to yeah,
1: yeah
0: all right those are for that yep
2: um and that makes it less about like i was trying to throw them because i can and more as like this is all i have because i tried other things to get outside of this position and a throw is is the option that i have in order to you know get them away right. from me or off of me so that i can keep doing what i want which is to move away
1: right we if, were talking about this just the other day about the uh the sumo the sumio tosh. Yeah. and that idea that like um what what was the other technique what were we doing that was like the question about whether we're doing
0: yoko Minucci, uh interceptions
1: oh okay yeah right right um and so the idea was like you know what happens if you get caught on the inside just go to that Sumiotoshi and it's like um yes but that's only if your fight to the outside doesn't work right right? right. so like they're thwarting you from getting to the outside and by doing that again the adaption is the the technique right unfolds there um and i think koshi and and the other are all in that same that same grouping
0: yeah yeah it's interesting there's an interesting thing with the sayanage um, that i had read years ago uh which was basically uh, so sayonage ippon sayonage uh, like the the, the sayonage that th- wins a lot of judo tournaments right it's it's really highly prized and the sayonage is a uh, it's a piggyback throw yeah. basically just means you load them up on your back kind of like a piggyback ride by holding their arm and then they go over your head and they fly and it's a big big pretty thing. Uh, it looks awesome yeah it looks awesome and uh uh, so it, it's real successful because from that position, it's real hard to to really successfully stop someone from getting under you and being able to make you go ass over tea kettle, you know. And especially so, if you're um, coming in hard at them. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and so um, uh, a lot of people in the Kodokan were using it, and Judo um, and uh, Jigoro Kano, the the founder of judo uh, said that um you really shouldn't use that technique unless you have to because you have to turn your back to them mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. uh-huh. and and it's a powerful technique for doing that but it really does require you to turn completely around yeah, yeah. you know and put yourself in a bad position in the worst position and if you think of that throw as just being something that they got the worst position it's a great throw mm-hmm. but if you think about it just like jagoro kano said it's not really a great idea to turn your back to someone mm-hmm. to throw, and you can get away with that kind of stuff in judo tournaments because in judo tournaments, the, nothing's bad's going right. to happen. They're not going to you, choke you, you, know? you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they could choke you, or they could they could throw you and stuff. But but, it, but it's a tournament, yeah. Like not I mean, so kill you. yeah. yeah you, so if you have yeah. this lightning fast one, it's a right, good right. good thing to try, yeah. right? But in real life, like you turn around, and then they stab you in the back while they're right. flying over right. your head. You know what I mean? Like, and so that's not going to ever happen in a judo tournament. But if you're looking at situations. That are dire, and it's like, well, I got here, and there's nothing I can do about it right. besides trying to throw them. It's a great take, and
1: I think that's the exact that's that's the thing. It's like it, uh, it, that I think would be really helpful for Aikyo. I think is a shift in perspective of going like, what position am I in? What is available now, and and that's the starting point. So um, if if they're not behind me, I should never be thinking about doing Sayonage it shouldn't it should never come up yeah unless they're behind me yep. you know if i'm not to the outside i should never think about doing ikkyo. it just shouldn't come up right um if if i'm on the inside i should only be working to get to the outside Right. like so that's how you should approach it and i think if you approach it that way then it all lines up really nicely and and the answers flow and you get that thing that I think people want out of Aikido where it, where it seems effortless because in a way it is because it's like, you're only doing, you're only trying the things that are appropriate. Right. Um, and then it becomes, are they, are they more skilled? Or are they faster or whatever? But that's the thing instead of you fighting yourself to get something that doesn't even exist. Right. Right. right in that right. Uh, context, you know?
2: Yeah. We were, um, last class that we had, we were working on, uh, disarms and, um, we were working on going from like a side-by-side kind of Kodageish disarm situation to, uh, to pulling it. They, they pull their elbow up into a Sankyo and then you, you go into the Sankyo when they pull their elbow up as an attempt, they're trying to get their hand out. Um, and, uh, we were, we were practicing that and, uh, my partner was trying to, um really pull his elbow out super hard. And I was having difficulty holding that Sankyo because he's was big is big and strong and was pulling it out. And um and I was kind of fighting it for a second. And then as um as he pulled that elbow out, I turned around and applied the Kota Geish again. And it, he was like fucking even though we were doing Conren, like mm-hmm. his mind was blown because he was so focused on thwarting the Sankyo the right? that that he forgot that 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 Gaish existed right there. And I, for a moment, did too, and, and I was fighting, trying to hold on to the sankyo, and then once I let go of it, it was, was Kodagash was perfect. Right. Um, and uh, it, that's a perfect example of, like, if you just let go of the thing that you're trying to do, once you can see that it's not working, or it's not going as well as it can go, moving to the next thing is exactly what you have to do.
0: Right. And, I mean, that's where, you know, if you have, and, and you know, this is all based on skill, and it's a lot more skilled than anyone on the planet has right now, but... Um, if you, why Aikido can look so magical, the idea of why Aikido could look so magical is because of that because you're never holding on to anything
1: that you can't apply right now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so
0: you're never forcing anything, no, you're just always fighting. adapting right. to the next and thing. And again,
1: if we want to talk about not fighting, this, this is also a, a way in which it cannot be about fighting because you are not fighting to do the thing, it's it is it's either there or it's not right and if it's not there you're not doing it right. so there's no right. there's no conflict uh just physical conflict right between you and the person right, right? because right. if it's not there it's not there you're moving to something else that's right and that's again like you're saying dude, no one does that because yeah. it doesn't <laughs> like, no one can <laughs> like, hey, i mean we've got to get past these things we're talking right, about right, right now because in order we, to right because kill no one tra- i mean because no one trains it so right how could how is that even possible
2: I think that idea, though, of, like, training Aikido positionally is really, like, the way forward. Yeah, man. Because going, like, position is what I want because I want to get away or do whatever I want to do. And the best way to do that is to be in the best position possible. And so, of course, I want to constantly improve my position. And if I can't do that, then I have... I have a temi, I have trying different techniques. I have these other things. Tempe I have hidoki. I have time, right. right. And right. so then I go to my toolbox to but but the if the key is I want to get to this position and not because I want to do something to them, but because that will that will facilitate escaping or doing whatever it is I need to do, then that feeds what is happening right now, right. Oh, I got to a forty five degree angle. Their arm is low. okay. here's what I have right. then then that that feeds whatever technique comes up or oh they let go of me now i can go to whatever position i want
1: (laughs) right that's exactly right
2: um
1: and i think i think taking taking apart not taking apart but setting aside the forms um for a while for beginners and uh creating some other basics that that happen including good Tino hanko good suppression skills that teach them what you're talking about which is like what are my um what are my positions and when i'm in these positions what should i be doing right and then plugging back into the forms later and this is what we're sort of doing right now with the weapons training i think is kind of the way to go about it yeah because then you you when by the time you start training the forms you actually understand each of the pieces of the form as they they sort of play out um and so there's no question like you don't have to spend time like trying to figure out why you're doing something you know right. all you have to spend time doing is uh getting to the right getting the pieces together with your partner Timing wise and all that other
0: stuff. It's funny uh, to me, you know, uh, and it took me years of working through this stuff to to get this. But it's funny to me when I hear people say things like, "How do you know that technique works?" And it's like, because it's the only thing available, (laughs) you know. Like it's it's like to me it's it's like uh it's it's like saying like uh, uh how do you know a punch works? Well. You don't know a punch works until you punch, and but but it's just obvious that smashing someone with something your hand or anything right. else would be better, actually, but um, will be effective. And so, it's like if someone's trying to hold something, twisting it is the way to get it out of the hand. All the ways that you can possibly twist it, we have a name for an aikido because it's a technique, right? Mm-hmm. So, it just is. The stuff is the stuff. And so I think like you just said a second ago, we spend all of our time like trying to memorize these things. And then we're left with this, like, how do I know it works? Instead of understanding the situation, because if you understand the situation, then it's like, well, there's nothing of, else to right, do. Of That's it. it works. It's the only one to right, do. Right, and in fact, it. I watch things all the time. I watch, you know, real life encounters and, you know, um, uh, barroom footage and all kinds of stuff of fights. And I just constantly see Aikido techniques because, not because those people learned Aikido, but because they're the only That's techniques you, you would do there. Right. That's yeah. what you would do. And Aikido is about getting better at it. And so we need to abandon this idea that we're doing something super special and realize that what we're actually doing is getting really good at the mundane. That's yes, what we're yeah, doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I think feeding that via position will make it, like that instead of going like i'm gonna go get a cool shionage you know right like that makes it about like ooh, it's so special and i'm I'm picking out that technique and i'm gonna play this i'm play my trump card right, you know right, right, rather than right. going like and the, i tried this thing and it didn't right. work so my next thing's this and it led to a shionage because that was what was and there and the
1: truth is like the shionage is such a tiny little piece yes of this whole thing that it's like Man, all the work that you would have to do to get someone to, even if you were good enough that you could lead someone into a Shionage somehow by, you know, the man, like controlling their mind, blah, blah, blah. There are probably uh, 13 easier things to do in that time. Guaranteed. Uh, And and if you're dealing with multiple attackers, you're going to get done while you're setting up this this move that isn't really important to begin with, right? Right. Like other than so.
2: Yeah, yeah. Back to basics.
1: Yep, back to basics. All right. Well, how's I, I feel like we're probably like three hours in right now.
0: No, it's four forty-six minutes. Oh, okay. It's
1: pretty 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 good. good I felt right. like we've been talking for a while. Um, Maybe yeah, it's not just it's just about thick. It. You know, like so
0: um, the weeds are thick over on this part. You know, uh, and a lot of times I think when we talk about stuff, we can kind of truck through it because even if you know. We're getting more detailed than people would normally hear. It's really the stuff that people hear all the time. But I think when you start talking about Conran, it's, like, one of those areas that's not really talked people about a lot. People don't talk
1: about it, yeah. Yeah, because we do forms yeah. so much. Right. And the forums do a really bad job, again, of, of like, pointing out how these things are related. You know, especially because it's, like, I could even see if you did, like, the forms. Uh, in, in relation. So, like, I did, uh, you know, uh, Shominuchi Ikkyo, and then I did Shominuchi Nikkyo next to it. You know, but a lot of times it's like I do all of my Ikkyos. I right. do all of my Nikkyos. Right. I do, right. like, right. that's right. how we group right. them. And so it's like, how can you. So then I begin to think that, like, the attack is the thing, you know, that, that determines. W- what i'm gonna you know right instead right, right. of like the the position or instead of and then i can't see that oh that that how they're related you know because yeah. it's like here's the group here's the group you know we have our six yeah. groups
2: we start to think that like Shominuchi ikkyo is closer to you know ushiro ryote dori ikkyo, ikkyo right, than, right right, than, then, than the, the Niko Niko is, and right right, 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 right which exactly is right, yeah. bullshit Right, but we, we, we go, they're both Nikkyos, I mean, Ikkyos, so like. Yeah, the same family. They're same, they're family. same right? Yeah. And they are in the same family, but honestly. They're
0: desperately different, But I mean, right.
2: Nikkyo and Ikkyo are like, Shominuchi Ikkyo and Ikkyo are like twins, or siblings at least, right, compared right. to, you know, Shominuchi Ikkyo and Shiruya Tedori Ikkyo, which are like cousins, right. second right. time removed. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about this right now, like, so um, this, I don't know, I don't know if this will make any sense, but so, you know, when I fought in the Dog Brothers fight, uh, I was expecting to do really shitty, because um, I'd done all this Aikido unarmed stuff, and in MMA it didn't work, and so I had to learn MMA in order to do good at MMA, and so when I fought the Dog Brothers, I thought it was going to be the same thing, and I did pretty well, and that's what shocked me and said, oh, there's something to Aikido, you know? I believe the reason I did well was because I was really well educated in the forms of the weapons work, mm-hmm. like, really well. So, which means, from that, I benefited in knowing how to move really well with the weapon, knowing what positions to be in, and how to move fast and quickly through all those positions. So, that benefited me a lot, okay? There were problems in the Dog Brothers fight, though, and then I spent years after that saying, uh, well, Aikido doesn't teach you this, and then going back through and systematically discovering it did. It did. I just couldn't access right, it, right, right? Right, right? So, then... With that, I realized that the forms actually did have everything I needed. I just couldn't access them. And so the problem was the things weren't pointed out clearly enough. And so then I spent a lot of time making sure I clearly pointed it out. And in the last few years, my weapons work has been going through a change. And I think this year is kind of really culminating into the new way I'm probably going to teach weapons. But it's like as I'm teaching the forms, I realize that for a new person – there's too much shit going on in the forms for them to pull the pieces out, no matter how well I explain mm-hmm, it. doesn't mm-hmm. matter. I can give crystal clear explanations. But instead, I can give them little drills that are random and alive, and they will discover why, A, they need the form that's prescribed, and B, how that technique is useful. And then when I plug it back into the forms, they go, oh, well, of course I see why this right, form works, right? right.
1: There's, no, there's no other... There, there is no question, because again, like you're saying... There's no other possibility. That's right, right? Because the forum, because it is a forum, is custom built to answer one that's specific right. set of questions. Right um, down down the line, and so yeah, the answer. Any if you had a question, the answer would be like uh, it's something else that's not in this form. Right, right, and and that's you, in form number two, exactly, usually, right. or exactly form number right. three. Like exactly,
0: right, exactly, right. And so, like, I think that's really the way moving forward. We have to start. Figuring out how to talk about and think about Aikido, which is a little more organically and a little more like, of course, we're always answering a situational problem. We're never choosing to make the situation this way. We're answering a systematic problem
1: that's happening. There it is. I think this was a, I found this to be enlightening. So thank you guys. <laughs> not even that. I mean, truthfully, like and not in that like there's anything uh, came up that I, I probably... Like I'm, I'm, I wasn't surprised by anything but it's nice to just sort of say things and, and have them kind of make sense as we're going through right. it anyway yeah. so I enjoyed this podcast whether or not anyone else does let's go ahead and thank <laughs> our patrons
2: <laughs> thank you so much to our patrons you guys make it possible for us to do this podcast um, we are eternally grateful for your continued support forever?
1: forever? ever? ever? Eternally? forever ever eternally yeah eternally eternally Man. um
2: if you would like to support us on patreon you can look up aikido Disgust and um yeah just do a search on patreon honestly that's the easiest way <laughs> and, and then um, we, and
1: then we read your name
2: and then we read your name and you oh.
1: can put crazy stuff in there and and has to read
2: it that's right i guess
1: if it's too crazy you could not read it like if it was like super bad or something yeah most of our patrons are pretty yeah cool, no they yeah. i mean everyone's cool they wouldn't most i'm mean, most, most all of, of our patrons yeah i mean every, every those, patron that there's those, those I have two thinking. people not naming names but you know who you are they give us a hundred dollars a month but <laughs> i have to say nasty
2: shit <laughs> thank you so much to adam nicholson matt whalen the dirt wasp podcast chris protector of ducks co hey guys i'd just like to stop here and make it clear that i maya solana mcdaniel could easily whoop you all Ooh, i'd put a, and then it cuts off but presumably they were gonna say that i would put a whooping on all your asses
1: i just want to take a moment oh, here
2: that's awesome yep yeah, and then the next yeah, one says yeah. uh bonus t- tip of the week comes from shioda sensei Ooh. be like a goldfish never retreating moving side to side and always with a forward damn it cut off and always with a forward intent. Uh, I a, don't know. i will we'll have look to look up the quote, up. and we'll then have we'll have know the out. ending. I'm That's sorry. That's a good one, though. There, I guess there's a cutoff Limit, amount, uh, but yeah. um, but I love that. That's a good one. All right. Um. Brad. V, Brad V. Yarrow 10 tame tadpoles tucked tightly together in a thin, tall tin. Madrona.
0: Ooh, she got it. <laughs>
2: Terry <El-Turin>, Blaybrook <laughs> Ferragamo. Ben. Oh God, I can't say this. <laughs> Trinity. Toro two, I can't do it.
1: All right, we'll we'll have have to look I'm
2: look gonna need up. Siri to say that for me. I'm sorry, Ben. I'm I'm failing you.
0: Trinitaro two, ratatouille. Nope.
1: This? Go for it. I gotta pull it back. My old man, old man eyes. Trinitor two lane. All
2: right, it's not just me, Chris. You... I'm
0: dyslexic, man. I'm not gonna get anything <laughs> complicated. <laughs>
1: Um Ben's just going to have to let us his name. Oh it's Oh Ben Tur of uh, to tu- Tulane? Tu- Tulane no
2: Trinidad Trinidad and Tobago Yeah
1: that's right We'll have to I don't know we'll we'll be Ben get in touch cuz we got to figure S- this Send a, a send a voice Italian. recording
2: <laughs> All right. Tommy Siv, Francis Cordon, Scott Burns, Dave Dewberry, Ascension Center, Barrett Liffey, Sam Sulian, Michael Heed, Randy Stewart, Thomas Polino, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Friends Martinson, Yuli Simigu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Asito, Matt Mumford, Matt Riley, Grant Templin, and Lenny Akuna.
1: I love how it just like the yeah. top half is the they load it up and then the bottom half's fine. No,
2: <laughs> I am. I honestly, I mean, I am appreciative of the people that just leave it their names, yeah. but I also appreciate the people that. Say some crazy shit. It's kind yeah, of fun.
1: Just I like Take a moment to let you know a that moment. I, Maya Slano again. Could
2: easily whoop you all. I like that.
1: <sighs> all right. So uh, we do have a tip of the week already in here. Can you re- read the tip of the week again? Oh, and yeah. who's I, it coming from? Well,
2: I wish I wish that it- uh,
1: That the full thing the, was there. The full I, thing, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we can figure it out.
2: Bonus tip of the week comes from Shiota Sensei. Be like a goldfish, never retreating, moving side to side, and always with a forward-
1: in, we'll say intent. I don't know forward movement, whatever forward, go Something forward. forward yeah. That's the forward. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that. And that is actually a really good tip, especially as you're moving into like uh, doing geowaza and things. Hell and yeah! You see it. You see it a lot, especially with new people. You get overwhelmed. You want not even new people. Everyone, you get overwhelmed. You start backing up, back up, back, 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 back. back. And there is a way to. Um, I don't want to say retreat, but there's a way to move out of people's without moving backwards
2: yes i also had another tip of the week um we do this drill at the beginning of our our um classes um so we do which will be
0: appearing on my patreon oh yeah if you're interested
2: check out chris's patreon um yeah christopher hein on patreon um it is a drill where you go through the kyowaza um and just kind of link one into the next into the next um, flow, drill, flow, like drill. flow drill yeah um so you go basically start shomenuchi go into an ikkyo and then let your partner drop their elbow and you kind of go into an ikkyo and then let their the partner raise their elbow and they go into sankyo and then let them drop it go to yankyo gokyo rokyo um and so if you want to see that visualized then you can yeah. go to chris's page and if you want a challenge try it yourself and see how how it goes together yourself and and you can do it.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a very good, that's a, it's a nice, I mean, I like it as a as a beginning kind of thing. One, uh, because it's a flow drill and flow drills are nice to kind of get you in that, that, get in the zone, yeah. that zone and kind of just moving and, and, and uh, because it's with the other person, you also get the benefit of having that kind of back and forth feeling like whatever. Um, so yeah, that's a good one. I think it, that could be helpful for people. So
2: yeah. Okay. Is
1: that it? I guess so. That's, that's it. it. I'm, bummed minutes, yeah. I'm bummed today. I'm bummed today. Bummed? today but, it's over and i'm like oh aw, we could do we could do more no we'll be at combat con uh
0: next week um yeah. so i don't know if we'll be coming to you from combat con or not i guess it depends on if we want to lug the material around yeah it, but if we no, want to do that or we should be we'll, back we'll, we'll here kind of in time
1: to, to do you know but, well i mean we'll be back on monday yeah so, yeah um but we're there maybe we'll learn some stuff and and then that'll it'll be a combat or maybe con we'll just eat episode. hot dogs in las vegas pretty much that's <laughs> Probably going to catch COVID, truthfully.
2: Don't worry, Josh. I'm just bringing Wear just a mask. It. It's okay. Oh, no.
1: That's totally what I'm going to
2: do. All right, guys. We'll talk we'll to you next week. We'll
1: talk to you later. Bye-bye.